suck at golf and let me tell you why. I'm Avery Dovsik, your host of the Why You Suck at Golf podcast. Thanks for hopping on another episode. And today I have a great guest for you. Have you heard of the legendary Instagram account, PGA memes. Yes, we have Travis Miller, the founder of the account, as he talks about his experiences and how the account has grown. And he's just such a great inspiration to the game of golf and what fun he brings to it. So before we hear from him, let's hear from Anchor. I'm so excited to have today's guest on with us. Let me introduce my favorite Instagram account, the man who constantly brings so much light and life to the golf community. The account who always says what everyone's thinking and is not scared to push and break through boundaries with his humor. PGA Memes is on with us today, also known as Travis Miller. How are you? I'm doing good. Wow, quite the intro. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, I felt like I needed to show my passion for this account because I've been with you what I think is like almost the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm a diehard fan at this point. Well, hey, I appreciate that. There's been some people that have been there from the beginning, some that have come and then left and come back. You know, I appreciate everything I can get and support along the way. It's been a fun ride for sure. (laughs) Awesome, of course. So when you were starting this page out, did the page grow as you expected or what were the challenges that you kind of faced in the beginning? Um, I just I started the page because I, I love memes and jokes and i just you know i I plugged in the name pga memes and it was available and that was the biggest shock of anything i've you know i've said that before that it's just it was crazy that name was available to me so when i when i had it i didn't really quite know what i wanted to do uh with the page and i kind of just started posting memes that other people were doing and i did that for about a month and i just like this is stupid i don't want to do this this is just like everything else that's out there and i pretty much went back and deleted everything and started from scratch and I, I, I have this weird dry sense of humor and I, I like kind of you alluded to in the intro there that I, I speak my mind on certain things that maybe everyone else is thinking but maybe can't say or won't say and so I mm-hmm. just decided that hey I'm gonna I'm gonna run this how I want to I'm gonna start creating original content that's different and I'm gonna see how it goes and it just erupted I think a lot of people were hungry to see humor in golf in a different way outside of just like bad golf swings and stuff. And, and I think people wanted to see, you know, someone, you know, test the players and test other things that were out there. And so the page, once I started doing that, it grew very, very quickly. I mean, I got from, you know, 5,000 to a hundred thousand followers pretty quick. And in a matter of one year, I got up to 250,000 followers. So it grew really fast. Yeah. And I think the ability and how easy it is to share the page now and being genuine, I think that's like the number one key to having a successful page like that. Would you agree? No, for sure. I mean, at the end of the day, like I, I try to keep everybody on a level playing field in terms of the jokes that I make. I mean, there's a few that I go harder at than others, but they kind of make, make they make their own bed. But, you know, the page, the, the page, you know, being as, as fast as it's grown and everything, a lot of people share the posts. A lot of people will follow it just given the username. And, you know, there's a lot of now celebrities and pros on various tours that follow it and so you know when you when you have that it kind of just starts making things a lot easier now my job is just continue to make good content and keep being who I am and you know the rest will just happen for me yeah I couldn't agree more well I know in the beginning you remained anonymous correct I did and I wasn't really on purpose I I just started the page and you know I know there's a lot of jokes around meme pages if you follow a lot where it's like oh do an admin reveal who's the admin behind this meme page and you know there's also a lot of jokes when a meme page is 
you know, a little edgy that it's, you know, 14 year old kid lives in their mom's basement or something. And I just, I never really had like aspirations to, Oh, I'm going to reveal who I am and this can be really big. And I want to get out in front of this thing. And I didn't really know what I was doing or wanted with it. It was just kind of for fun. And then when it got really big, a lot of people were guessing like who it was. We're like, is this a tour player? Is this a caddy? Is this, is this someone who, you know, follows the tour closely? And I kind of rode that wave of mystery because I thought it was fun. And when yeah. I hit 250,000 followers, it was actually the week of the Masters. And I did a fun video. I got a bunch of pro, t- pro tour players on the LPGA tour and the PGA tour. I got some extreme sports um, icons like Kelly Slater, Jeremy McGrath. And then I got, you know, musicians and influencers to all come together and make a fun little video uh, that I called I am PGA memes. And basically it was just them saying that they were PGA memes or they weren't PGA memes. And it was just a way of, you know, kind of just saying, Hey, it doesn't matter really who PGA memes is. We, we all are PGA memes and we're just trying to bring fun and humor to the game of golf and, and go from there. And then, you know, after that, I started developing different strategies with the page, like, video series I just launched a podcast myself and and obviously started started working some tournaments and with doing that obviously i'm gonna have to be in front of the camera and people are gonna have to see who i am and like i said i never had a you know desire to hide that it just kind of happened that way so but it's it's good to just be out and be who i am and now people know like hey this isn't a 14 year old kid running the page and we can we can work with him we can trust working with him and so it's it's been good yeah, I remember the IMPJ memes video. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Do you have a team of people you work with now, or is it all you? Um, I'm coming up with all the content. I mean, I will share people's content if it's if it's good enough. I mean, I try to keep a lot of stuff original, but it's hard to do that, especially right right now where there's really no live golf or sports going on for that matter um, to create stuff. And so there's a few pages that just create great content that I'll, I'll share as well. But I'd say 90 plus percent is everything is, is on my page is going to be created by me. And I, I create it myself. And I do have someone that I work with in terms of like strategy on partnerships and developing some of that stuff. Uh, but outside of that, it's uh, it's pretty much a one man band for right now. That's fantastic. Did you worry when this whole pandemic hit? Like, how am I going to produce content or how do you stay creative? No, I mean, it was quite the opposite, actually. I mean, it's obviously running out of content is one thing, but everyone's re- re- rehashing, you know, old goodies and, and so forth. And there, there's been some stuff that's obviously happened between, you know, the start of it and to where we are now with the matches and, you know, just different things the tour players are doing, you know, in their own lives and that, that they're broadcasting for the world to see. It's been It's been great for social media because everyone's on their phone. You know, everyone's just doesn't know what to do. I mean, they're, they're, they're obviously working from home, but when you're working from home versus being in an office with all eyes on you, you're obviously going to have more breaks. You're going to be on your phone more. And so I've seen a spike in engagement. And, you know, if I put out something that's really unique or creative, it's performed probably better than anything that I've ever put out before. So that, that's been good. And, you know, there's, there's been a couple projects that I had on the radar that I wanted to launch, you know, earlier in the year that have been put on hold or, you know, some that have just been pretty much, you know, on the rocks completely that have been, it's been disappointing, but you know, everyone's going through that. And hopefully when this thing, you know, gets behind us and live sports comes back, hopefully everybody has an appetite to just get moving and, you know, do some fun, creative stuff. And, you know, I'll be right there on the forefront helping lead that charge. 
yeah, I think everyone can't wait for live golf again. I know we had a little tease with the matchup, but I think it's just going to become bigger and better than it was. You know, just the, what is it? Absence makes the heart grow fonder uh, kind of thing. No, it's going to be. It's going to be different, but great. You know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. You know, it's, it's going to be really hard too. the, the first event back is right here in, in Fort Worth area, which is about 30 minutes from where I live. And we were talking closely with the tournament. We we're talking closely with the tour. I have another call with them tomorrow. Matter of fact, just kind of go through some things that we can maybe do to help kick this thing off um, on my platform too. And we were hoping to be there and do some stuff with the players, but you know, given with the, the return and the measures that everyone's taking, that's not going to happen. So it's a little disappointing, but at the at the end of the day, everyone understands that everyone's got to do their part to be safe and make sure that everyone's comfortable and we, we do the, the right thing and launch this thing appropriately. Yeah. I mean, that's right in your backyard. That's, oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, there, there's a chance I might do stuff with some players or some caddies outside of the tournament and stuff, but you know, it'd been good just to go there and be there and, you know, be a part of that, that kickoff experience would have been kind of cool. Yeah, I agree. Well, be honest. Do you have a favorite player you like to meme? Um, man, that's a tough question. I, there's a lot. There's a, there's a good short list of people that I like to meme. Obviously, there's a couple that are like real easy to meme. Uh, Patrick Reed being one is he's real easy to meme because, you know, a lot of people, you know, love to hate him. Uh, there's a lot of backstory there. And, and obviously, there's some things he's done over the last couple of years that, you know, people make mistakes all the time uh, on tour or in life in general. But, you know, they own up to him or they don't. And when you don't own up certain things and you, you almost dig your own grave even worse, it kind of makes it easier to create some content. So, you know, there's that, but it's always fun to include, you know, tiger into things. Uh, Bryson's always fun to, to meme about. I love Bryson. I've got a chance to hang around him and, you know, he's one of the guys who I'm most friendly with, but he's also one of the easiest to meme about just because he's so quirky and does things different than everybody else. You know, it's, it's, he, he kind of just makes my life easier. You know, it's, it's like, <laughs> you know, I don't hear from him or see anything from him for a while. And then all of a sudden he posts a shirtless, you know, GQ Calvin Klein underwear type of t-shirt uh, a picture on his story. And I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go. You know? So, yeah. so I mean, it, I don't know. It's, there's a lot of great players to meme about for sure, but there's some that are hard to meme about, you know, like the Henrik Stenson's of the world and, and so forth. Mm-hmm. He's one of the funniest guys probably out there, but he's really hard to make a joke about. You know, he's, he's yeah. just so cool and even kill and he's never really, I mean, he had that one time where I think he got, had to get down into his underwear because he, uh, hit it into like, you know, just into the water. And that was before this page was even kicked off or anything, but that was like the only thing that guy's ever done that you could potentially make fun of. And so, yeah, there's guys that are just hard to include in the mix. Yeah. I feel like some people ask for it in a way. And then there's others, like you said, who just kind of lay low, but are hysterical for sure for sure yeah i mean it's i don't know it's fun it just feels like every week every given week there's an opportunity for someone to emerge as someone to poke fun at you know and and i try to do it as much as i can in a playful way that they all can just appreciate you know i know that these guys get crap from the other tour players and their friends and their family about stupid things they do or you know bad shots here and there uh so it's you know, it's no different. It's just, it's just on my platform, which has obviously grown big over time, but I'm, I try to do it playfully. And, you know, there's been a couple of times I've crossed the line and maybe upset some people and I've learned from that. And I try to, 
try to avoid that the best I can. Yeah. Has a player or organization, if you will, ever gotten extremely angry with you because of content? Uh, no organization has. Uh, I've, I've upset Smiley Kaufman, and he's personally reached out to me. Um, but that's that was that's been in the past quite a quite a ways wet back. Um, I upset Dustin Johnson's team uh, for a post that I did, and I actually ended up talking to their team on the phone. And you know that one, I completely fell on the sword and was like, "Yes, I I, I get it, hundred um, percent. I see it from your perspective." We had a really good conversation. Um, and all is good, you know? And so that's the thing is I'm not trying to be malicious or do anything here. That's going to be, you know, damaging to anybody's reputation or, you know, to, to whatever that may be. And I, I, you know, so obviously I want to try to have fun and I want to try to poke and shed light at some of these things, but at the same time, you got to walk that line a little carefully. I mean, having as big of a platform as it is now versus, you know, when it was just opening up, you have a lot more eyeballs on it and it's just, you know, trying to be a little bit more smart about it. Yeah, I think especially it being 2020, people are so quick to take things not only in a positive way, but a negative way. And it's hard to sometimes get people to realize this is all in good fun. Like, I don't <laughs> not like any of these people. No, you know? that you're right about that. I mean, it's just there's a lot of snowflakes out there that, you know, get offended no matter what. And, you know, you're going to see one or two of them on every post I do for the most part. But there's some that are a lot more. And you know, don't get me wrong. Like I know what I'm doing on some of these things where I, hey, I'm going to post this, but I know it's going to, the comments are going to erupt, you know, and I just sit back and get your popcorn out and watch it happen and, you know, go from there. But I, I do have quite a loyal following of people to where if someone comes at me and attacks me in the comments or something, they just get you blittered, you know, just destroyed. But you have an army. Yeah. You. And it's like, wow, <laughs> some of them are pretty ruthless to, to be honest. And I just come like, Oh, that's a little too much there. But you know, I just, you know, at the end of the day, it is all for fun. I'm not trying to, to, to go at people personally. And, you know, hopefully they see that. And, you know, some players have responded, you know, negatively. And it's actually just kind of made matters worse. Uh, but those that uh, take the joke with stride and have fun with it, it's amazing to see how the, the fans, like, really come around that person. You know, Michelle Wee's one of them. I actually did my podcast with her yesterday. And we're going to air it on Monday. And, you know, that's the one of the things I talked to her about. I was, I was like, you know, it was so cool when I did my first joke about you. I actually really thought long and hard about whether I wanted to do it or not because I hadn't made any jokes about the LPGA yet. You know, I've, I'm actually a fan of you. I, I just didn't want you to take it wrong. And mm-hmm. she she commented super quick. She followed the page and people were like, wow, that's awesome. You can joke with this and you're so cool. And, you know, it was like really cool to see like hundreds of comments that were so like positive towards Michelle Wee. And when someone comments something negative, you know, it's hundreds of comments of them attacking that person, you know, and now I've got this negative, this person has this negative connotation of my platform and who I am and stuff. And that's not what I want. Yeah. Have you ever been encouraged to take a post down by a player? Yeah, the the smiley situation was one, and I did. Um, but no, other than that, I haven't. Um, I, I you know I've I've done a pretty good job of not putting stuff out there that they're going to be completely like, hey, take that down ASAP. You know, so um, there's other pages though that have followed. So when I launched this page, there want there wasn't really any 
golf meme pages. There were there were pages out there like Golf Gods and Golf Bald and mm-hmm. some of these other pages who I'm friends with that they did they did put memes up there like every fifth post or something, but they were all like rehashed memes that, you know, were just right there in the the, the library of content that just kept being used and used by all these pages. And now there's a lot of these pages that are just solely meme pages and you can see kind of like the the level of maturity with some of these pages you know there's some of them that are you can tell it's a really young person or you know someone who really doesn't care about going at someone's throat and you know i've i've, I've been to that point on some posts but so there, there's some things out there that i even see to this point i'm like oh man yeah I, the way i feel about seeing that post i hope people aren't feeling that way when i'm posting things or seeing that so i'm, I'm trying to be a little bit more cognizant of that stuff at this point yeah that makes sense so obviously as this page has grown you become in the eye of the media a bit more do you have any cool stories or interactions you have had with tour players since the account started or maybe they've brought up a meme that you created in person yeah i mean so i went to the masters in 2019 when tiger won uh, you know i've been to the masters prior to that but this was the first time going with P- as pj memes and um bunch of people were messaging me like, Hey, you're here, you know, and you can't have your phone inside at Augusta national, but I had a lot of caddies and players that were like, Hey, come meet me at the putting green. Let's chat. And I ended up getting to meet uh, Kenny Harms and Kevin Na for the first time there. And we were chatting and it was, it was just cool to interact. They wanted to know like, who the heck is this guy? And like, what are you all about? And so it it was the first time I got to really interact with those guys. And when I went to the U S open, I actually went, with Lexus and we were at the hospitality tent and they had a bunch of tour pros that were coming through and giving kind of like 15 to 20 minute uh, speeches about various things. Johnny Miller was in there talking about his 63 at Oakmont, of course. And you had, uh, you know, Wesley Bryan was there and I got to talk to him. The first thing he said to me was, Oh, you're the guy who ruins Smiley Kaufman's career. (laughs) And like, there was like 20 people around me and I'm like, I would say that his golf game is probably be the biggest culprit in that, but you know, I definitely didn't help <laughs> for sure. But uh, we ended up, you know, talking and we were, we were fine. I'm actually friends with his brother, George at this, you know, I don't really know Wesley beyond that, that meeting, but the cool thing about that event was J- Jason day came in and talked and I'm a big Jason day guy. I love him. And I love his wife, Ellie. And I went in the, I was just in line to just go talk to him. Everyone was getting pictures. I didn't really care to get a picture with them, but I just wanted to talk to him. So when I went up to him, I'm like, Hey man, I'm like, I don't really care for a picture. I just want to tell you that uh, I'm a big fan. You know, I run the PGA memes page and he's, he's stops. He's like, Oh my gosh, are you serious? Are you that guy? He's like, I love your page, dude. He goes, just know no matter what, come at me. He's like, I want to see, I want the heat. Come at me. He goes, I love it. I can take it. He goes, that is the best page. And it was just cool to hear that from a guy that I looked up to and really like love on tour. You know, it was fun to see that engagement. And that was the first, you know, outside me and Kevin, that was like the first time I was like, all right, so all these guys are seeing this because Jason isn't very active on social media. So he he doesn't even follow me, but his his wife does. And I was like, man, maybe all these guys are seeing this, you know, maybe this is bigger than I, I think, you know, and golf is such a small space that, you know, they are, they are seeing it. Eyes are on it for sure. And, you know, fast forward six months I or so, I, I ended up getting hired by the European Tour and an agency in Dubai to come work the Abu Dhabi Championship in uh, January. So I flew over there, which was an amazing experience. And 
I got like an hour worth of time to meet with their, you know, keynote players they brought over from America, which included Brooks, Kepka, Bryson, Patrick Cantlay. And then beyond that, you know, all the main main European tour players were there, like Sergio Garcia and, you know, Martin Keimer, Danny Willett, Tommy Fleetwood, Lee Westwood, Ian Poulter. I mean, all, all of them were there. So it was really cool to you know, not only have those one-on-one interviews with the, the the top names in golf, but then I parked up at a tee box and just asked a bunch of like quick fire questions <clears throat> to the guys coming through. And we had a lot of fun with it, you know, and, you know, I had a couple conversations with some people who I'd gone hard at in the past. And I think we were able to somewhat bury the hatchet and, you know, it was good for them to put a face to the name and I think we're good. But overall, I mean, it was the reception of the people was really great. You know, they were, you know, they were like, oh, man, I love your page. Like, you know, a lot of people will tell me privately, like, oh, I love when you post memes about this guy, you know, or, you know, this guy, yeah. what you say about him is true. So keep it up, you know, and not, not things that they would ever comment or say publicly, but to get that kind of affirmation behind the scenes lets you know that you're on to something and you're, you're doing some good, fun stuff. And, you know, so that was that was really cool. And there was a lot more planned obviously through the year and we're, we are where we are right now. So hopefully as, as this thing kicks back up and people are more, they're welcome to come to these events and stuff, hopefully more of those opportunities keep happening and we'll go from there. I like when you say, I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Oh, I hope we mended this little issue. Yeah. I mean like Lee Westwood, <laughs> no. like he's one guy who came at me really, really hard in the comments and I probably won't, I won't share what he said to me because I don't know what I can say on this podcast, but he, um, he came at me pretty hard. Uh, he, go well, for he it. just said, I, well, I made a meme that said, Hey, uh, look, 15 majors in one picture. And it was Lee, Lee Westwood and Luke Donald playing golf together. But then I Photoshopped Tiger Woods behind him. <laughs> and so that's a very sore subject for him and Luke being, they were number one in the world for so long. And you know, had so much success. And so he, he came, he commented real quick. He, he's like, Oh, real funny coming from a bloke who lives in his mom's basement and has a tiny penis. <laughs> and like, I just, I thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing ever because, you know, I, I'm like, wow, that's the first time someone's just come at me like guns a blazing, you know, and, and all the followers just went nuts. That, yeah. that, that post got so much attention. And I, I, I wanted to make more memes about Lee, you know, so I, like over the, the next year, I made a couple more and he, he, he acknowledged them, but toned it down a little bit. So when I met him, I was nervous. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, this guy's probably gonna hate my guts. And here we go. And so we started the interview and I didn't tell him who I was, but I think he knew. And at the end, I just I had to tell him, you know, it's all on camera, but I'm like, hey, I just want you to know I'm PJ memes and you do it. <laughs> I love you, dude. Good luck this year. And we hugged it out and you know, we're good. Like we ended that thing real good. And, you know, he ended up winning that week, which was really cool. It was a cool story. Uh, Ian Poulter, on the other hand, I got to talk to him off camera and he was not a fan. And he just told me to, uh, yeah, you know, he's just like, listen, dude, you've come at me hard. And, you know, I tried to make the excuse that I'm an American and he's a Ryder cup assassin and, you know, I'm just doing what I do, but I respect him. And, He's, he didn't really buy into that. You know, he's like, well, that's BS. You know, I'm just competing in the Ryder cup. You're, you're attacking me personally. And, and I, I went back, I, w- I literally went back through every post I ever did about Ian Poulter just to see. And it, I never posted anything that I thought was really bad, like at all. So I, I think he's just kind of a real sensitive guy. 
And from what I've gathered from those close to him when I was over there, they're just like, yeah, dude, he sees everything and he is pretty sensitive. So it is what it is. So I, you know, but he's, a, I, I respect him. And if he's that way, then, you know, unless he does something completely stupid, I'll probably just lay off. Yeah. You just know when to keep your yeah, grounds. That so makes sense. Don't want to make any enemies. You know, it's not worth it. There's the sports too small. There's a lot of good things that are happening in golf. And, you know, if he's not, a bad person, you know, doing bad things and stuff. It's like, there's no reason to like beat him up over it. No, nah, he's just yeah. playing golf. <laughs> what, what did your life look like before all this started? What were you up to? Um, so I'm in like sales and business development. And with that, I've always kind of been a hybrid of, you know, sales and marketing. <clears throat> and I, uh, picked up golf, you know, about 10 years ago. So I haven't been playing my whole life. I was a baseball player and I picked up golf. I started doing it from business side of things and I'm real competitive. And so I just tried to like get better and better. I always played with people better than me and money games. And, you know, I just, I found a lot of, I, I mean, I got addicted to golf. I, I loved it, but I found a lot of humor in it just with all the bad shots and talking crap to your friends. And, you know, so I, I, I loved it. And I started a page called hiss a lot that I also run. And it's a snake. It's a fake snake. And we would prank friends with it and stuff. And the videos just went completely viral. And so that, that page isn't as big as a couple of them that I run, but it's, it's about like 60,000 or so followers, but it's a fake snake that you just put by the golf cart or whatever. And you just prank the guys and your girls or cart, you know, whoever. And it's just hilarious. And so I started doing that and you know, I, it was a lot of fun to, to grow that. And there's a lot of like NFL players and NBA players that have a snake in their bag and have fun with it. But it was kind of like the same thing over and over and over and over again. So I felt like the creative juices just weren't really needed. And, you know, for me, like when I started this, I'm like, man, this is fun. I feel like I can get really creative and I have this big, big picture vision for it, where it can become a really big media platform, you know, beyond just, the social media pages where I can, you know, incorporate, you know, video series and some reality TV stuff, some coverage of events, you know, different coverage of players that are showing them from a different angle or different light. And, you know, and those doors are slowly opening. And so I'm just kind of taking it step by step and having a lot of fun every step of the way. I think people are hungry for stuff like that. I think it would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, I think the tour and I think a lot of people are trying to do the same type of thing, but they can't kind of go all in, right. You know, you kind of put your toe in the water and yeah. have some fun, but it still has to be PG 13, you know, and, and, and not, not that it has yeah. to be like R rated or, you know, something crazy or anything, but like, you kind of want to have it be off the cuff and just these guys be who they are and be real. And I feel like they feel comfortable doing that with someone like me um, versus, having it be with like the tour specifically. Right. So, you know, it'll be, I think there's a place for both of those things. And, you know, the more opportunities I get to work with players, um, the more confident I think that they would be in, you know, accepting some of these, you know, invitations to do stuff with us. Cause I know when I, when I launched my first video series, I was very, really successful in landing a bunch of high end people, but there were a lot of people who I invited that left me on red, <laughs> you know, and like, I know they, they still follow and everything, but they, you know, they left me on red cause they're like, all right, I don't know that I can associate myself with this guy. I don't know that I can do this. And hopefully over time they see that it's a credible, you know, media outlet, if you will, that they're like, all right, yeah, let's do this. Let's have some fun. Yeah. What do you think 
the best thing that has come out of starting this page in your opinion is? Um, you know, the trip to Abu Dhabi was really awesome, but I think if it, if you just look at it high level, it's just being able to just be like one step away from these players and all of this stuff, you know, like five years ago, you know, watching a golf tournament, you see these people and you look up to them in sports. I don't, I don't care how old you are. You always have these like heroes or people you look up to in sports. And, you know, it's crazy to be like, Hey, you know, I'm like talking to these people. Like they know me by name. Like I've, you know, hung out with them or, you know, it's like, it, it's just crazy. It's, it's, it's just, no one could have ever told me this, you know, a couple of years ago and I would have believed them. So it's to me, like, that's the coolest thing because for, for me, and I think for most people, you want to just do what you have most fun at, you know, if, if you, if you can be passionate about what you do and have fun, you know, while doing it, you're going to be pretty happy. And, you know, I'm finding that with this. And so the bigger it gets, you know, the more opportunity toward maybe this could be something that I do, you know, full time, you know, forever and, you know, go from there and more doors can open. So that, that would probably be the answer to that is just being able to create these ties and connections that I never would have thought would be possible. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. I worked at the PGA championship at Bethpage last year. And I remember I was with CBS. So my pass got me everywhere. And I remember being on the practice putting green and on the driving range, like next to tiger next to Rory, like all these people. And I was like, wait, this is real. Like it didn't feel real. It was just a cool surreal know, it's, experience. It's really nuts. And when you when you I mean it's it's tough because when you're at an event and you're outside the ropes and you're trying to get someone's attention or sign something or whatever, these these people can't be who they really are. You know, they're getting asked by hundreds of people, mm-hmm. thousands of people for their autograph, you know, picture, whatever it may be. And, you know, they could come off as rude, they can come off as, you know, someone you know, I don't know, disappointing or whatnot for you, but you got to take it with a grain of salt. You know, you never know what's going on in their lives. You never know, you know, what they need to get accomplished that week or, you know, what's weighing on them and they can't make time for everybody. But when you get that access behind the ropes and you're, you know, I just feel like they're who they are. And so when you're able to talk to them, when you're able to be around them, it's just so different, you know, and you get to really see who these people are. And, and there really haven't been any people that I've met that I've been disappointed at. I mean, there's been a, a couple, but Overall, everyone's just been really cool, down to earth, exactly what you'd want them to be like. And it's unfortunate that not everybody gets to see them in that light. And, you know, hopefully I can share that with a bigger platform so people can see just who these people are. Um, Because, you know, it's tough when you're on the golf course, you're so serious and you're focused on winning. You're focused on, you know, getting Ryder Cup points or FedEx Cup points. You're, You're not really who you are. And when you're getting interviewed by the media, you're really serious, you know, you're getting asked serious questions, you know? And so it's, it's tough for like the younger people coming into the sport to really get to see like, Oh, Hey, Brooks Kepka is actually a pretty funny person. He's got a pretty big personality. He's just a little dry. And you know, when he's getting asked the same question 100,000 times, he's probably going to come across a little, you know, like a dick. And, you know, now you get this negative content, uh, perception of him that I don't think is really true. You know, and if you've been around him, like he's just a, He's just a bro, you know, he's just a really easy, uh, easygoing, even kill guy, but not many people get to see that. Mm-hmm. I think we forget that these are normal people, you know, they're in the media constantly. There's so much fame around them now, but 
they are at the end of the day normal people who live normal lives who eat food like three meals a day like (laughs) I don't know it's crazy but I think your account does a great job of you know shedding the light like you're saying and making everyone realize like these are people too these people make mistakes and I think we're trying our best so hopefully we can continue to do that and you know get more interaction with these guys so we we've been able to do really good on the podcast just as they've had downtime we've had some pretty good guests so far and hopefully get a few more here before they get back and going because i know once they start playing their schedules just get a lot more demanding and everyone wants their attention so it gets tough yeah well i appreciate you taking time and coming on my podcast and discussing your legendary social media page and all the fun behind it it's cool getting a different perspective from a different place in the golf community yeah so I'm well happy hey, i appreciate I you having you. me on it's a blast I think his content is so amazing and I love how he's such a light in this golf community and the fun and humor he brings with it. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate it five stars. Give me a comment. You can find me on social media at Avery underscore Dovsek. That is A-V-E-R-E-E underscore D-O-V-S-E-K. And if you're not following this legendary social media account, follow at PGA Memes. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Why You Suck at Golf. I'll see you on the next one.